Hello, and this is Filter Optional, and I am Chico West, and I am the no filter of Filter Optional. If you've been listening to us or watching us, uh, we have not done an episode since the right before Labor Day. We did two that week. This is episode 109. 108 was aired, uh, I think, September 8th or something like that. I went back and checked. But usually there's two guests in the studio. Uh, My filter, or as we call her, Shannon, my wife, uh, and we do this podcast called Filter Optional. Uh, I'm the no filter, and Shannon is the filter. Uh, So... It might be really unfiltered today, Kevin. <laughs> uh, I'm not the best filter, so I'm not a good replacement for and, Shannon. No, no. And Shannon has been the ultimate filter uh, for me. And so in so many areas of my life. But I thought, man, we need to get in the studio. Today is November 15th. Uh, and the crazy thing is uh, it's been over two months it's been i think september 4th we were in the studio i was looking back at my uh calendar um and november 8th or or 12th or something like that 13th uh we had our last episode aired on uh on itunes and spotify and on our youtube page uh and so you can catch us on all those you can go back and listen to hall 108 episodes <laughs> it'll take you a while uh but it, if you're going on a long road trip you might want to listen to it <laughs> that's uh, a lot of backlogging there okay it's a lot of episodes but uh you you can do that please join us um but the reason i need to get to what we're talking about today it has been a crazy over two months uh Shannon is actually, as we speak today on November 15th, uh, 2021, she's in the hospital. She's not in the hospital for COVID. You know, she's not in the hospital. It's everyone's first assumption. Yes. But I had to throw that out there. She does not have COVID. Um, But she has what is called, your wife has it too. Is that correct, Kevin? Um, A little different because I think. Shannon has colitis and my wife has Crohn's. They're very similar. They're very, yeah, they're in the same family. Yeah. Yes. Um, You know, Crohn's might be the big brother of uh, ulcerated colitis. Or as most people put it, you see. You you see commercials for biologics on TV. Mm -hmm. If you have a UC flare, you know. So imagine this. Your colon is full of sores and flares and everything is just inflamed inside the colon. Similar Crohn's has that same thing. It's just debilitating pain, you know? And so she went in the hospital today's Monday. She went in the hospital last Thursday. Um, So I I just want to kind of give people a little timeline. It's not just uh, the, the the UC and her flair that got us here. We've had a lot going on. You know, some of y'all that love listening to us, um, and there's a few people out there in the in the podcast world. Uh, some people might think we have taken a hiatus because we are big University of Texas football fans, and our son is on the team. And right now they suck. <laughs> you know, I'm just I just hate to say it. You know, I still love them. But they're they're not doing well. And you're having an all around tough season. (laughs) It has been just 
it's just been, you know, this huge explosion. We were so fired up on our last uh, episodes about football and what we were doing and our plans for the weekend. I listened to our last episode and we were talking about, you know, going down for the rice game. And then the next weekend we went to the Arkansas game and Shannon, you know, UC can be uh, triggered by, uh, you know, uh, stress and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Uh, And we had, when we went to the Arkansas game, we had a very stressful weekend that weekend. Do you know what happened? See, I, I know a lot of stuff that's been going on with you, so I don't know which one you're talking about. Man, it's been crazy. Yeah. And so what, what happened is we left our 18-year-old. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> we left our 18-year-old at home. She and I went up to Arkansas for the game. Travis was on the travel team. Uh, and we get up there, and Beck had a football game on that the weekend, but he had it on Thursday night. So we could leave Friday. We had a good, cool little deal uh we drive up to Fayetteville Arkansas and I get up at five in the morning and I see these voicemails that I'd missed Beck was in his jeep and it uh he had someone else driving and it rolled and so talk about all that being a counselor being what I do for a living there you know they, a lot of people just embraced us in love. There was others. It's like being a pastor. It's crazy. We yeah. had some judgment, man. Oh, of course. And so it's like, what are y'all thinking? Which is ridiculous. I mean, I hate to say it. I mean, not that it's a good thing, but it's normal teenage shit. I- <laughs> yes. And his Jeep rolled twice. But the great thing is he and the two other boys in the Jeep are safe and sound. And, you know, no one <clears throat> was hurt. I mean, which is amazing. It is truly a God's gift. But but talk about, you know, just the stress coming back, you know, dealing, dealing with that. And we had some people that, you know, and, and I'm sure more people were talking behind our back, you know, which is fine. I mean, they they get to do that. Yeah, there's that. There's that component that people can can do what they want to do. So Shannon's having this this flare. She's getting re- she's nervous. She's getting ready on September 20th that she had scheduled weeks before. Um her, you know, every few years she has a colonoscopy. And so her colon's starting to get inflamed. And then you do a colonoscopy on September 20th, which just pumps gas in there and, timing, and taking, yeah. taking some biopsies and it just makes it worse. Mm-hmm. And you, you've heard, you've sat in here, you've heard her. She knows high school and college football better mm-hmm. than I yeah. do. Yeah, she does. She knows her stuff. She is the biggest uh, football mom you could ever imagine. And I was going back. So she went to the rice game. She went to the Arkansas game. She missed uh, most of the games this year for college football. She made a few of Beck's games and she would get herself up through this flare and try to take care of herself. And, you know, the biopsy came back from the, from the colonoscopy a few weeks later and, all of a sudden, you know, the doctor goes, I think you need to get on a biologic. And Shannon said, yes, I'm going to do it. She's really tried for 17 years not to do it. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden it's like, we have to go through the insurance and it, it pushes it out to, you know, freaking three weeks ago, she tomorrow, three weeks ago today, she had her first uh, infusion 
with Intivio, which is a biologic that just attacks the colon. Humira, people take Humira for other autoimmune disease like rheumatoid arthritis and other things. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the generic one for everything, but you won't take Intivio if you have rheumatoid arthritis. Humira, you'll see commercials for Intivio. And so it's an infusion therapy. And Shannon took it uh, three weeks ago today. She had her second uh, infusion last Tuesday because you do it uh, two weeks after the first one and then a month after the second one. So she'll have another one. But what's going on is with the stress and going back and just hearing, okay, we haven't been in here. We haven't been been doing this. You know, our son flips his Jeep. We were addressing that. She's starting to have these flares. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, she's, you know, she's made most of Beck's game. She's starting to feel better. Okay. But she has this chronic pain. You know, and and so I I got a picture the other day when I was in the emergency room and the doctor came in and I was asking questions, uh, although Shannon told me to not ask and I had to ask for permission. Oh, yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> but I asked questions. I go, so, so, doc, let me get this straight. It's like, OK, you got your colon and, you know, it's big. It's your large intestine. And then. I go, is it like it's shrinking up? He goes, no, it's not like it's shrinking up, but it has all these, you know, sores on it. <clears throat> and he goes, you know, I, I was doing some yard work. He said, and I, I stubbed my finger and I knock on doors, you know, in the emergency room or up in mm-hmm. the hospital. And I just keep irritating it. And I know I'm not supposed to, but it's, it's just anything that touches anything in the colon is this chronic pain. And so if you've ever had real bad gas pain, she has this chronic pain and it's so painful for her. And man, Shannon has, it's crazy. She hadn't really gotten out of bed much. We go to, uh, she's starting to feel a little better. And then Beck, our, our 18 year old who was in the car accident, his Jeep flips, he's playing football. He's doing really well. We have our biggest rivalry game. Shannon is Miss Woodrow Wilson football. And she's really helped out the whole, the school and all the sports. And we're playing Lancaster and they are big and fast and, and man, we're playing them tight. And in the second quarter, Beck, is the middle linebacker and the guard, this 300 pound, huge beast of a man child uh, runs out to block him, grabs him. It's a holding call and then throws his whole body on him. And Beck's clavicle is broken. So boom, we have that. That is, I mean, the little bit of a, a silver lining is, I mean, usually with the collarbone, cause I broke mine with a kid and it, as a kid and I didn't have any lasting issues with it. You know what I mean? It should fully heal, right? It should fully heal. And, and I'm going to take him to the doctor this week, but we went to the emergency room. It's he really had his, painful. Though. Yes. He had his pads on. They had to cut his Jersey off. We're at the emergency room. We're not finishing watching the game. It's our biggest rivalry. You know, we're both undefeated, uh, you know, at that point. Uh, and they only let one person in and he wants his mom. Uh and she's sitting in there and she's telling me the story and he's in so much pain and they start to give him an IV and some pain meds. Uh, and it's like, she, she said, I, I was sitting in there and I was drooling. I go, I want to 
take those pain meds. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it makes sense. You know, because she was in so much She's pain. desperate. Yeah. Yes. And so that just reactivated her flare mm-hmm. because it's it's stress induced. Mm-hmm. And so nerves. it's just crazy. And so that was, it'll be four weeks this Friday. And so all of a sudden she gets this new infusion, uh, the second one. And man, she is not out of bed. She is just not feeling good. And Shannon, since since this happened, has lost 25 pounds in eight weeks. Oh, my God. That's an unhealthy yes. amount of weight to lose in that amount yes. of time. Yes. And, and man, it's just like she she's trying to avoid the steroid. The doctors are trying to avoid it because it'll kind of bloat you up. But she's now getting the IV steroid. And now she's getting the pain meds. And most of y'all, if you haven't ever listened to this episode, know that I'm in long-term recovery and I have all these guys that I'm in recovery with and I take Shannon to the hospital and, and then I go back and see her uh, after she's had her pain meds. And, you know, I sent a text to all my buddies that are in recovery, long-term recovery. Mm -hmm. And I sent the text and I said, drugs are good. (laughs) They are. They do serve a purpose. I mean, they do serve a purpose. You know, and we've talked about the opiate epidemic. We've talked about marijuana. We've talked about all these different things going on. Um, but it, if I step back, it's like we've gone to extremes with with painkillers. You know, when we've talked about this opiate epidemic, all of a sudden, it's like if this happened 10 years ago, her doctors would have been feeding her freaking Vicodin or hydrocodone. Yeah, that would have been the first thing. Now they're they're a little more careful. Now they don't even do it. No, she's been doing Tylenol. And so it hadn't taken away that pain. But all of a sudden, I saw that she got some of these pain meds. And some people, a lot of people can get addicted. And it's highly addicted. But in certain incidents... People need some of those pain meds to just make it through the day. And she's gotten some of those pain meds to make it through the day. And so uh, her whole continence, her her whole uh, face has really changed because she's not in this chronic pain. Mm -hmm. You know, so it's it's wild to see that. And now also they've been doing this IV steroid and it's it's been attacking the inflammation because that infusion can't really do its long-term job, the Antivio, until we reduce the inflammation from the flare that she has. And so it is wild to think about all the different things that have been happening. You know, uh, so Beck's season ended and he didn't, he didn't play the last two games or this, this playoff game. Uh, so he didn't play the last three games, but he became the coach on the, on the sidelines and cheered up the the boys. And then you have Travis, you know, where she's missing both of her boys senior year. It's been, it's been wild. That's how come we haven't been in the studio. And then on top of it, Kevin, while all this is happening before even the flare really took off, you and I are talking because, you know, we have this office space And they they're selling this building. That's always hanging over our heads too. <laughs> and, and we're trying to find a place to move and just kind of put and pause on this. And you know, we don't have to really technically be out of here until the end of January, but maybe we'll be out of here at the end of December. Uh, yeah, I mean that's coming up quick. And so it's like looking at spaces. I mean, so there's a lot going on. Yeah, you know. But here's the crazy thing: is there's a lot going on, but. I am truly grateful today. I don't own Casa. <laughs> yeah, that's true, man. That would be a lot more. Oh, on a my lot plate. more. 
And so it's like, I I'm sitting here. It's like, I don't understand God's plan so many times. Yeah. And it's like, I, I have, I've gotten up and, and prayed and gotten on my knees and literally gotten on my knees. You know, I, I talk about getting on my knees, but man, lately I have truly gotten on my knees and just thank God that I can be present for Shannon, for Beck, for Travis. And, you know, he's, he's, you know, made the travel team, but he still hadn't gotten in, but there's all this politics at UT football and it's such baloney. And then there's, you know, the transfer portal and these kids are, you know, playing that game. And if you're watching or, you know, listening to any Twitter, one of the, one of the, uh, scholarship guys, you know, uh, get, you know, one of the coaches blew up after the Iowa state game on the bus and he's dropping F bombs and telling them, Hey, if you want to transfer, go ahead and go, you know? And so there's very, this individualistic, you know, mindset and you just see Travis kind of, man, he, he has not, he has not quit, uh, which I'm truly grateful for and encouraged, mm-hmm. but just to try to spur him on, uh, because there's been times he's wanted to quit when he's been, he get, he keeps being told, Hey, you're going to get in, you're mm-hmm. going to get in, you're going to get in this last week. I get Shannon into the hospital. He's calling going, dad, there's only four receivers in the meeting room. I'm going to be playing this weekend. And guess what happened? No play, but you didn't miss it. I didn't miss it, but I'm going to miss this weekend. I'm going, you know, I had tickets to go to West Virginia to watch them play up there. And I'm going, you can't I'm, leave I'm, Shannon now. I'm well, Shannon wanted me to go. Oh yeah. yeah I mean, I'm, she wants, she wouldn't want you to, she wants it, me yeah. to be represented, but she's going, sure. He's not going to get in again. It's like, screw that. Yeah. You know? So it's like, why would we do something like that? It's not. Yeah. It ain't worth it at all. Yeah. And so we're, uh, and it's a gamble. So, I mean, yeah, a big it, gamble. And I, I fly to Pittsburgh and I drive an hour and a half. I rent a yep. car and it's like <clears throat> to sit in the stands and watch Texas get beat again. Mm-hmm. They've lost five in a row. First time since 1956. Seriously? They've lost five in a row. I did not know that. Damn. Yeah. That's a legendary streak in a bad way. 65 years. It's been since they've lost five in a row. You know, that that's that, a good run to break, man. I mean, it, it is crazy. So, you know, so a lot's been happening a lot's, uh, you know, we're we're sitting here and and I'm I'm stepping back and I'm going, OK, God, you know, what do you have in store? You know, what is happening? Uh, and it, it's wild. You know, I, I had this Brennan Manning quote. He's one of, you know, he's an author I love. I've talked about Henry Nowen and I've talked about, you know, Keller and some other people. But uh, Brennan Manning says to be human is to be poor. And he, he writes that in the Ragmuffin Gospel. It's a great book. And he goes on and goes, all of us are broken. All of us are in need. <clears throat> the greatest symptom of our brokenness is not acknowledging it. The greatest symptom of our brokenness is not acknowledging it. You know, we're all in need. I like that. And then he goes on. It is only in pride that our need goes unmet. It's Mm -hmm. only in pride that our brokenness is without healing. We serve a God. We serve a good, loving father who has always loved us. 
when we stop trying to prove to ourselves, God and others that we have our lives together, we actually begin to truly live. There is overwhelming freedom, joy, and love in living with the reality that we are wholly accepted and loved just as we are. May you discover the abundant life available to you as you live poor in spirit. It's pretty deep, isn't mm. it? You know, but I mean, I, I like it because, you know, it talks about pride. You know, the greatest symptom of our brokenness is not acknowledging it. It's only in pride that our need goes unmet. It's only in pride that our brokenness is without healing. You know, it's like, you know, we serve a good loving father who has always loved us. You know, when we stop trying to prove to ourselves, uh, to God and others, uh, that we have our lives together, we actually begin to truly live. And so it's like, I, I like that because, man, I have asked for help. Shannon's friends, our friends have really shown up. You know, it's like, how, how do we do that? Some of our friends in our neighborhood, I don't know where they are spiritually, mm -hmm. you know, but I invited a bunch of friends over uh, last week and go, man, we just need prayers. You know, and I'd done it a two couple days before I go, Hey, can we meet at my house on Thursday just to pray, you know, for Shannon? I'm just, I'm truly concerned for her. Mm -hmm. Um, and some of them were wise. They go, Hey, make sure Shannon's cool with that. You know, she's upstairs. She sure. doesn't want to see people. It's, you know, it's that way. And so I asked and Shannon was, was cool with it. <laughs> but, uh, a lot of, um, her friends, it's like, some of them have never prayed out loud. You know, and I, I go back and I just look at, man, just the faith. It's like, I don't understand how come Shannon's missed all this stuff for both her boys, senior years, you know, for, you know, Travis as a senior at UT and Beck as a senior at Woodrow. I don't understand it. She doesn't either, but it's like, wow, what, what, what do you, what is the plan? How come this is happening? You know, and I've been it, asking myself that a lot lately. So I'm, I'm right there with you, man. It, it's just why, why this way? I do know that, man, I am, I am grateful today that I can sit here. It's like Casa Kalina, I believe is doing well. I kind of stay in touch with them, you know, and man, I love hearing that. Uh, but I'm grateful that I'm not running that ship. Yeah. I'm grateful that I can step back, that I have the freedom. I have, I have the, you know, small counseling practice and, and I can go share, you know, but I, I don't, you know, I, I, a lot of people get in there and tell you, well, you should do this. You should do that. There's a lot of shouldn't that's happening all over the place. And I go, okay, you know, thanks for sharing. I don't need to get upset with that. You know, today you and I are sitting here and, oh man, it's like, I'm grateful today. I'm, I'm not just like, okay, come on, widen this starting, you mm -hmm. know, your, your equipment, we're doing this and it's just not. And I appreciate the patience, it, you know, it, it drives me nuts, you know, and you've seen me be impatient. Sure. Okay. I got to go. Sure. You know, I got someone coming. Come on. Let's okay. We'll just reschedule. Absolutely. And it's like, man, it's just like pause Chico. And so, I mean, God, God's teaching me a lot. And it's like, 
I, I want to drop the F-bomb, but I'm not going to. Um, it's just like you have before. Right I here. know. <laughs> I know I have. But it's just like I just am. I, I, I'm, I'm blown away. I'm bummed for my wife. I'm bummed. Uh, my, my heart aches, but I am, but then at the same time, it's crazy. I have these feelings going on. I'm, I'm bummed for her that she's missing this stuff, but at the same time, I'm, I'm excited that it's, that she's getting the treatment she needs. Absolutely. That it, that it's being addressed, you know, that she's being able to, you know, get some sleep because I know she wasn't sleeping, dude. I'm, I'm sharing the bed with her before she went to the hospital and she was getting up seven times a night. Yeah. A night, not even during the day. There are a lot of things. I mean, now she's getting help with the pain. Yes. Working on, you know, getting better and fixing the problem. Well, and and I didn't even share this. Her potassium levels were extremely low and so were her iron. And so they gave her potassium drip. And it's potassium. When you get it in an IV, it burns. Oh, really? Yes. And then she had to drink it and she goes, it's it. It hurts to drink it. You know, and then giving her iron because she wasn't eating. There was malnutrition. Yeah. Yeah. You got to get that balanced. You know, and, and at the same time, it's like that's happening. But then, you know, Beck has this accident. He doesn't have a car. We're not getting him one right now. And it's like he has been so gracious. And I've seen him step up in a very humble way. You know, and it it is it is wild. And and then at the same time, it's like I, I'm seeing you know, that, you know, I, I believe, oh, Kevin, I mean, I'm, you know, we've talked about the Enneagram. I'm an eight, I'm a challenger. So I I'll challenge people and I'm really looking at, okay, do I challenge people in a judgmental way or do I challenge them mm-hmm. non-judgmental? And so I, I've come back and I've gone, okay, I don't think I do it in, in that judgmental, but when, you know, Beck's accident happened and there was this judgment and I, I felt this judgment, you know, I'm all right with looking at, okay, was I doing the right parenting thing? Shannon and I both checked that out. You know, we're not saying we did the right parenting thing, leaving an 18 year old at home, you know, and the choices, you know, that he made, you know, we're not saying those, those things, but it's like, man, I don't want to be judgmental. I want to be an encourager, you know, and I want to, I do want to challenge people, you know, and, you know, I had a, I had a buddy with me. I went last Monday to uh, Houston for this buddy's links players. You know, it's kind of a Bible study parachurch organization, meeting guys at country clubs, you know, and talking about Jesus and, you know, RJ, I call him RJ, Robert Johnson. And I were driving back on Tuesday and he was just, you know, kind of uh, seeing how I challenge people. And he goes, man, you do it in a way that really encourages them. You're direct, but encouraging. It's like, man, how do I model that? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's like where, where we get to this place, you know, my, my favorite verses, uh, not my favorite. I mean, I got a lot of favorites, but it's, you know, Hebrews uh, 10, 25, uh, 23 through 25. Uh, it's the, what will you call the four lettuces? Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess for he who promised is faithful. Let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds. And then let us not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but let us encourage 
one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. And so, you know, I, I want to be able to spur people on. I don't want to give up meeting together. I don't want to do those things. And so it's like, you know, it's like I reached out and asked for help, man, we need prayer. Yes. Shannon's getting the help from the doctor. She's getting the medicine that she needs, but it's like, man, she needs prayer for her mm-hmm. spirit. You know, she needs prayer to, to just rest in God. And I see her do that. I mean, she has a faith that blows me away. Mine, I might be more out there and a little bit of that, but it's like, man, how do we, how do we encourage one another towards love and good deeds? You know, how do we do that? It's like, man, I don't understand this. You know, how do I, how do I encourage my son who has a broken clavicle and didn't get to play the last three games? How do I encourage my wife, you know, who's in the hospital and doesn't get to, doesn't get to go to the last few home games because she was so sick. We had, we had senior night on the last game uh, before, you know, a week and a half ago. Um, And to take pictures, walk across the field with Beck. And man, she, she was in so much pain. She had to just sit down and then she walked out and we really didn't get a picture. And it was just like, wow. You know, how do I really feel the impact of that? How, How do I encourage, you know, Travis as he's finishing out his senior year, you know, because there there's a part of me that wants to get in there and fix everybody. Sure. Especially with your kids. Oh, and your wife yeah. and everything else. Yeah. And it's like, how do I, how do I step back and not do that? And so, you know, that, that's the wild stuff is like, ah, you know, Shannon and I had talked while she's been in this flare and she, you know, the day she was kind of feeling better. Okay. Let's try to get in there. It's like, she loves this. You know, she's glad that I'm, I'm sitting here doing it without her. You know, I I'll leave today and I'll go up there and visit her in the, in the hospital. But it's like, I think about all the different things uh, that have happened over the last few months. Mm -hmm. You know, we, we started this podcast Uh, I think our first one was, was it 18 December of 18? Yes. Yeah. It was right before Christmas. I remember that. And then we did all in 19 and then, yeah. And then I got married in 19. Yeah. 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 Right before 2019. We we started in December of 18 was our first podcast and we would do it every other week or so. And we, this is episode 109. And so you've kind of heard us and I, you know, I own Casa and then I, now I've sold it. And so you've kind of, if you, if you're out there listening to this and you know, you, you've seen the different things Been along for the journey, yes, <laughs> the journey of, you yeah. know, of marriage, the we beginning talked, of COVID. Yeah. We've talked about COVID. We've talked about our, our married life. We talked about raising kids. Yep. You know, we've talked about family systems. We've talked about Shannon going and doing her own work at onsite and, you know, her codependency. And, yeah, that's right. You know, my alcoholism and, and, you know, feelings. We've talked about so many different things. So you've kind of gotten a picture of who, who we are. So these last over two months, you haven't, you know, where's Chico and Shannon? And I've been in course, you know, you, responding to you guys, but I'm still kind of catching up on all this, you know? Yes. And so there's been a, bits and pieces, but yeah. So there's been a lot of things yeah. that have happened. I mean, they Beck borrowed Shannon's car. I mean, and this was like a big deal is he was, he was parked at his girlfriend's house and this other guy backed into it, went in, gave 
back the insurance and everything. He finally called us like three weeks later. Uh, you haven't called my insurance company. You know, he's checking up on you <laughs> yes. guys to make a claim against. Yes. Him. <laughs> to make a claim. And it's like, okay, we got to do it. Yeah. And he's probably just wanting to get it all over with. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's, it's wild that it's like, that's why I go back to what, you know, Manning, Brennan Manning was saying was, uh, you know, to be human is to be poor. You know, all of us are in need. The greatest symptom of our brokenness is not acknowledging it. You know, we're all broken. So we got to acknowledge it. It's only in pride that our need goes unmet. You know, our need for community, our need to spur one another on, our need to ask for help. It's only in pride. And it's like pride is so powerful. That's why for me, it's like, I, I really don't even like the word proud. I'm going to, uh, See, you know, be with my uncles. My biological dad was oldest to six and he had five brothers, uh, younger brothers. Four of them are still alive. The youngest died of this disease of addiction. But it's like, oh, Chico, I'm so proud of you. And I just uh, don't be proud. Mm -hmm. You know, and so that that's my deal. It's all only in pride that our brokenness is without healing. We serve a good, loving father who has always loved us. When we stop trying to prove to ourselves, God and others, that we have our lives together, we actually begin to truly live. And it's crazy. I'm 53 years old. And I feel like today I am truly living because, man, I am broken. I don't have my shit together. Yeah, me either. And it's like, I feel like I'm truly living when, uh, you know, when we stop trying to prove to ourselves, God and others, <coughs> we... <coughs> You know, then there is an there is overwhelming freedom, joy and love in living with the reality that we are wholly ex accepted and loved just as we are. You know, may you discover the abundant life available to you as you live poor in spirit. It's like it goes against our grain to live poor in spirit. It goes against who we are. We got to have our shit together. You know, how are you doing? Uh, I'm not doing good today. You know, people ask me, I mean, you know, sometimes people, I do it. I'm freaking guilty of it. You know, I'm not faulting people. How are, how are you doing? How's the family? Fine. Yes. Okay. okay. If you really want to know, Shannon's in the hospital. Yeah, if you really want to know, there's all kinds of. Yes. And so. Aren't great right And now. so, you know, but you know, they, it, they're, they're not great, but they are great. Yeah. It's weird. I know what you mean. It's like I, I didn't before this episode, but now I understand what you mean. And so it's like having that peace, man. I want that peace that transcends all understanding. You know, when I start to run the freaking show, I F it up. When I start to try to manage or manipulate or, you know, control it, I jack it up. You know, Shannon's sharing with me. I did it this morning. You know, I, I went and visited her this morning, but before she's telling me what to bring her and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, and she's telling me about one of the night techs, you know, and she, you know, her pain medicine had worn off and she'd gone to the bathroom and, you know, she's getting back and it's kind of a struggle. And, and 
uh, you know, she was kind of woken up by that. And then the tech comes in right when this is happening and goes, your blood pressure's high. You need to calm down. And she's telling me all this and this, and she's going, this tech is just trying to do his, his her, his or her job. I don't know if it, I forgot if it was a girl or a boy, but it, she goes, man, I go, well, maybe we need to do, she goes, just listen to the story. Quit trying to fix me. That's why I do the same thing. You know, and it was like, she a, just wants you to be heard. Yes. And, and most of us just want that. And then if people ask, Hey, can I do anything? It's all right to say yes. My buddy today asked me, how are you doing? Chico RJ. He goes, can I take you to lunch? Yes. You know, he's trying to pour into me and mm-hmm. he's just loving me and he wants to take me to lunch. And I, I said, sure. And when he said, I want to take you to lunch, I let him pay. And I didn't feel guilty. How many times do we do? Oh, I need to repay him. All the I time. I need to come up. I need to do this. Instead of going, no, dude, he's, he's loving his friend. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, that was nice. It was a gracious thing to do. So if we're going to kind of sum up, it's like, man, how, how do we... How do we live poor in spirit? How do we just be all right with where we are in our circumstances? You know, I, and, and I was cool with it taking 30 minutes to get this damn computer up, <laughs> you know, <laughs> took longer than the episode. Yes. And so it, it's all right, man. We don't need to sweat that. So until next time, hopefully Shannon will be back with us, you know, Thank you uh, for listening. You know, give us some ratings. Bye-bye.